Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. How are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Um, and I really hope um, all is well with you generally, right? Um, I hope the week has been awesome. It's been good. It's been eventful. I'm very, very certain it's been eventful. Um, it's been eventful for me. It's been um, extremely um, eye-opening um, for a whole lot of reasons. For a whole lot of reasons, it's been eye-opening for a whole lot of reasons. Uh, but I'm grateful to God, you know, for His faithfulness. He's really helped me, and the the whole series on forgiveness has been absolutely epic for me because. Um, I'm 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 being caused to live out almost everything that I say, right? Everything that I share, it's like it always comes back to be like, okay, um, young man, you're the person that said all of this, right? So live up to the expectation of your declaration. Live up to the expectation of your declaration. Come on, that's a very very nice line for a song. But anyway, <laughs> so. It's it's been eventful. It's been an eye opener. You get like I've actually gotten to see what forgiveness can actually do for you, um, and even the struggle. Do you understand? Even the struggle in forgiving people. It's it's pretty tough. I'm telling you, it's pretty tough because sometimes, like um, trust that was built over years can crumble by the singular act of um, by the sing- by, by a singular offensive act right what what has taken years 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 of tenacity years of loyalty years of um, painful commitment can be shattered by one experience one experience and you know this the, the the sour thing about it is everything right that like i said in the i think the first part of the whole forgiveness series every good can get lost the sense of goodness can just get lost because of that one experience because of that one experience um and you know within this period i've been learning how to protect my heart especially against offense right um there's a part of scripture where you know john was in prison and he the disciples came to see him and then john sent his disciples and said please go to jesus and ask him are you the one right that was sent to deliver israel or should we wait for another right and it's because somehow somehow probably now this is my my thought and i think it's the thought of quite a lot of people right so i don't think it was pointed out in scripture per se but it's my thought the challenge came because when john was arrested he felt like jesus was going to come over and be like a political leader overthrow the roman government to you know at least for the sake of relationship uh you know them being cousins, and then um, also at least relationship based on ministry, 
I was the one that did the whole forerunning thing for you. And now I'm in prison and it's like you're not making any effort to help me. It's like I thought we we're building up an alliance. I started something, you meant to complete it. And you should, you know, um remember me because of my contribution to your present day ministry. Do you understand? I licensed you in some certain ways. <clears throat> and Jesus made a statement. Um he said, Go and tell John, right, that the blind see, the lame walk, the dead are being raised the um, oppressed are being delivered right then he now said blessed are they that are not offended in me now offense could come from a lot of things offense may even come um not because the other person did something wrong you see but then because of our lack of understanding of the actions of people for instance a child could be angry with a parent because he was um he or she was um constrained from doing certain things the five-year-old comes over and says uh i know it's a very common example daddy daddy mommy mommy right that um i want to use i want to drive a car do you understand give me a car or something and they're like no i'm not going to do it he's offended because he doesn't understand the reason for the restriction or you have curfew at home and they're like make sure that you're home by 7 30 um and you're like you're not being opened well you know all of those kind of like um little agitations that come up right and the parent didn't do anything wrong but because of the misinterpretation of the action right they perceived it in an offensive way right and it could really really hamper relationships so um john was misinterpreting the actions of jesus misinterpreting his um, motives misinterpreting his assignment or he misinterpreted the assignment and because of that because he had a predefined expectation on what jesus should do he was able to um, it, it, it um, inspired offense in him actually just inspired offense in him and so i've been learning to really be understanding of people um try you know like deep in prayer be asking like hey, what's the intent what's the real intent in this person's heart right uh, do not believe that people just wake up in the morning to and say that you are my goal for troubling um some people can be that that vile they could be that vile but let's give them the benefit of a doubt that it doesn't happen that way right so um anyway so let's get into today's topic right and um, the title, right, as you could see, it's another second chance. Another second chance. Uh, now, this is not theology. This is not a law, right? It's not a doctrine. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. It's not a doctrine. It's not something that I want us to, like, hold on to um, in a very rigid way. But it was just something that the Lord communicated to me during a certain time. And so I've, I've I'd had these um, issues, you know, all of these oscillatory or sinusoidal experiences in Christian faith, you know. You, you get those high-rise moments and you go down, down, down below. It's like you're crashing, 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 and then you kind of like speed back up. So the whole up, down, up, down motion, 
thing and then there were certain things that i struggled with and you know over time i'm like okay father forgive me father have mercy and oh lord i let you down on this i let you down on this i let you down on this um and then i i, I remember you know praying to god in one of those many mercy moments and i'm like okay lord father I know that I have done and I've made mistakes so many times and I know you've given me a second chance the third chance the fourth chance the fifth chance and right there I was just ministered to and the Lord was like um I don't give third chances I give second chances and so not like I am expecting you to fall but my approach to you when you come back to meet me for mercy is not um that you've done it over and over again now i don't approach you on that now that was very hard for me to accept because naturally humanly we I, i let me speak for myself right I keep record of wrongs, right? It's like I can almost remember. There used to be this very vengeful part of me. So somebody could have offended me over time, and I could literally, in my mind, um, simulate the scenario of revenge. How the person will get into a very dire situation, and then I'm the only hope that they need, and then I get the opportunity to flaunt the fact, like. remember when you did me this stuff or remember when you did this to me and now this is my time this is my payback moment this is my opportunity blah, blah. do you understand i i remember that i could be very very vengeful do you know what it means to like sit down and begin to think of different ways that somebody could or somebody would experience some level of regret because of certain things that they did to you Um Let me let me share an experience. So when I was um learning how to drive my uh I never like really drove on like the main road highway. It was usually just, you know, normal um within like a very small area, go to church. take mom seat um to church something we come back you know I wasn't so confident on the road and so my mom had a thanksgiving where god really came through for her and something and so she had a thanksgiving invited people and then she she asked me to go to uh my aunt's place which was quite a distance from where we lived and so that was going to be my first time on like the highway and everything And so you know I was excited you know okay, I'm going to drive there's this excitement that comes with it um so I was with my younger brother in the front he was in the front to with me we're driving everything was going well and so I think I I wanted to I wanted to boycott a particular road and so while I was you know moving I hit one of these tricycles Kekena Pep and uh my side mirror got broken I remember how I was panicking. So I went first of all I went straight to the fuel filling station and I like bought fuel for my mom is like okay, at least compensation. I know I 
to damage your side mirror but then um i have a bush with you right so at least consider that an act of repentance um and so after everything i got to I had to, you know, got the stuff and then was heading back home. I was thinking, what on earth am I going to tell my mom? How am I going to this? How am I going to that? And then uh, she was with people. And then I now met her. I was like, oh, mommy, um, something happened. She said, what? I was like, along the way, I hit the kicker driver and I broke your side mirror. She was like, eh, really? I said, okay. And oh, there's nothing we can do now. It's well. I said, okay. And then... When it was now time, because it was like evening, and then there were some people that had to go back to some places, my mom now gave me the car key and was like, go and drop them. In my mind, I was like, hello, ma, I just damaged your side mirror. And she was like, go and drop them. Whether if it was um, an attempt to build my confidence or not, there was no... um, there was no recollection of my action. Right? And I was like, okay, wow, that's good. You know, so I went, I drove, and I was, you know, driving carefully and all. And um, there was this time we were driving, we were going somewhere too. And I, and I did a very wrong thing. We're about to overtake. I was about. To, I was trying to overtake someone, and then from the other side, another car was coming to overtake. And so, like, I had to speed. My mom just really kept quiet. And you know, the next time she still gave me the car key, go out and do this. There was no recollection of that wrong. And you know, that's just like an example I'm giving. You know, the way we are before God is that he does understand our human nature he does understand our frailty um we do not take the grace of god for granted no so it's not like we're misusing his grace or we are taking light his mercy for us um but even in scripture it says that a righteous man may fall seven times may not that a righteous man would fall seven times but the righteous man may fall seven times right but he will surely rise again that he will do what surely rise again god understands the filter of this human nature and so for me in that moment he said binga i don't give third chances i give another second chance i would approach you like it's the first time I will approach you like it's the first time. Now, this is, like I said, it's a very dicey thing because people can misuse it, you know, uh, make make light of everything and all. But he says, no, he said, Binga, I approach you, right? Like it's the first time. That same heart of passion that I have for you is like it's the first time. And so it's not a third chance. It's not a fourth chance. It's another second chance. So Tyler, you know, when we first started, um, was like, you know, we started with, I forgive you, our connection with people, how they've offended us, um, how we should have an open heart to 
forgive people. And then we went to I forgive me. You know, the things that we have done, the places that we've messed up and how God has always come through for us. And then thirdly, once upon a time, you know, um, how to, you know, address some certain issues you get um, that we don't allow the past to affect our present. Now, you know, in another second chance, it's like this moment, you and God, it's like, okay, you know, I'm I'm the guy that messed up on like a very usual basis and God is telling you Tyler that no I'm giving you another second chance a second chance is like it's like an expression of high belief there is an acknowledgement that you failed right but another second chance is a declaration that i believe in your potential to actually succeed so i'm giving you that opportunity i'm giving you that platform to rediscover what i already know about you what i already believe about you that's what god is saying he's given us another chance to rediscover what he already placed in us we are a blessed people tyler we are now the enemy would always want to you know bring up how many times you've done some certain things you know oh you always have this weakness or you have this challenge as much as we open up our hearts for god to help us remember remember that we have a god that is truly merciful come boldly before the throne of grace that you may obtain grace and mercy in time of need that's where our strength comes from so anything, absolutely anything that draws you away from the throne of God is drawing you away from the real place of mercy, the real place of grace. So as you come with a heart of repentance, right, understand that God is not keeping records of wrong. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that love keeps no record of wrong. Love keeps no record of wrong. So he's not piling up the list and he's like, ah, yeah, you, you didn't try at this side or you didn't do well at this side. No, God is not like that. Yes, he does have expectations for us. But he's not going to keep them and be like, ah, you're doing all of this. No, no. Right? So understand that God has given you another second chance. The best that you can do is to make the best out of it. I think one of the hardest things to do as a believer is to consistently go back to the throne of God um, to, you know, always say, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm sorry. It's, It's painful. It's painful. And it's quite tiring. It's actually quite tiring. And so I don't believe that we do things to perpetually and deliberately hurt God. But in the event that we do hurt him, right, he gives us another second chance. So understand this, Tyler, that you are truly, truly forgiven. When God says that he has forgiven you, he has forgiven you. 
When God says he has forgiven you, he has forgiven you. Next week, we're really going to get into a topic that I think is very... um, ah, It's hard. Just a little, like, um, preview to it. Uh, Next week, Monday, we're going to be talking on forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. It's a very, very deep thing because... I will be sharing um, an aspect of the whole forgiveness thing that sometimes we neglect, but it's something that we shouldn't imbibe, right? Something we shouldn't imbibe, right? So remember that you are forgiven. God doesn't hold these things against you. So all we need to do is to hold on to his love, uh, receive his grace and walk in the consciousness of that grace that is alive to help us is that okay tyler right so i really hope that this episode blessed you even in our journey of forgiveness and uh, receiving healing right so uh, this is me signing out remember that i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you please and please do well to share this podcast with other people it means a lot to help us a lot right so god bless you and have an awesome day